Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of KC Chamber Chats. We have the lovely and very dedicated Julie Trot with us today from the Habitat for Humanity of Kershaw County. Julie, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be on your podcast, oh, and I'm thanks. really thrilled to be able to share our story with the listeners. Yeah. Oh, good, good. And Julie is the executive, wait, is your title the executive, executive director? director? Did I get that right? Okay. And you've been executive director of Habitat Kershaw County for how many years now? Well, a little over four. Oh, wow. Gosh. It seems like longer. I feel like you've been there forever. <laughs> time completely flies it does it was right i had served on the board actually full disclaimer listeners mm-hmm. i served on the board at, at uh, habitat for a, a few years and uh then uh, i think right as i was leaving right after julie came on board and um so tell us what's going on with habitat yeah give us the scoop and if people don't know about habitat tell tell them you know the basics even okay well the scoop is that the last year we made a big transition and moved into a new building uh-huh. uh, we were able to move into the old fellers building on the cab street and mm-hmm. that was allowed us to consolidate all of our um, construction and offices and restore into one big building um, so it, there was no confusion on where we were or how you found us anymore uh, that helped a great deal, and now obviously the footprint is huge too. So our yeah. restore grew uh, three times the size of it was. So Amazing. we have a tremendous amount of product now that yeah. we are uh, turning over all the time and recycling. And every day is Earth Day <laughs> at, at, yeah. at Habitat, so that's a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. And it's still a very visible location. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. We were thrilled when we uh, located that building and actually did a DOT survey and uh, ended up with 17,005 cars a day that drive by us. And oh, so wow. that was very t- compelling. Wow. It was yeah. like, this is a great building. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. That's neat. Well, tell our listeners about the way that Habitat, I mean, you're part of a national organization, right? I mean, yes. Habitat for Humanity is pretty well known. Um, and it was founded sort of when and by whom, and it's, it's, it's all over the place. We're just fortunate that we have a good, active, well-run organization here in mm-hmm. Kershaw County. Yes, absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, Habitat International was founded in 76 by Millard Fuller, uh, and he um, is still active in the uh, Georgia area. It came from the Plains Americas-type area of Jimmy Georgia. Jimmy Carter area. Jerry, mm-hmm. Jimmy Carter area, yes. Okay. And, and we are definitely indebted to Jimmy and mm-hmm. Rosalind because they have pretty much adopted us. And, right. They promoted it yeah. for, mm-hmm. for the longest time. It was kind of known as you know, something they were really actively involved in. Yeah. So that, that just helped with publicity. Oh, very much so. We're certainly very, very uh, indebted to the Carters for everything that they did. And uh, they were always on a site and showing up and Mm -hmm. swinging a hammer. And, and I have pictures of president Carter and he has a black eye where he's falling down because he, you know, he stumbled or something. And the next day he's back on a site with a hammer and, you know, we should be resting and those kinds of things. (laughs) So he's very, very determined. So, um, so they started in 76, and then little by little around the country, different um, 
uni uh, different municipalities decided that they needed that in their community. Uh, and we were fortunate in Kershaw County that in 94, we had a group of individuals that really cared for affordable housing and felt that there was a need and came together and, and made it incorporated and got it up and running. And so we're certainly indebted to several of those individuals. Oh, that yeah. Some old DuPonters. Yeah. They got together oh, and, awesome. and uh, really, you know, got things going and, and laid the foundation for however many. Well, tell us how many since yeah. Habitat Kershaw County's founding, how many houses have we, you know, helped provide for folks who might not otherwise own a house? We have completed 46 houses, okay. and those are all sprinkled all over the county because we really try to serve the whole county. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, there's, they're very beautiful little cottages that we do, and they're very simple. Uh, that allows them to become very affordable. Mm -hmm. We want to try to make sure that we match what we do to the people's ability to, to be able to maintain them. Yeah, and talk a little bit about those requirements because it's not just like you go into Habitat and you, you know, check some boxes and then you suddenly have this beautiful new house, right? There's some, there's some, um, there's a screening process. I mean, yeah, there, there's some but criteria. more than screening, you got to be part of it. Oh, absolutely. Right? You have sweat so equity. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. We do open application periods twice a year. Okay. So in April and September, we collect applications. Um, those individuals, they, it's a very strenuous application process, and so uh, they need to be able to meet um, income requirements, and we use a HUD guideline because that's just easy and everybody accepts it. Uh, so there's a, a minimum and a maximum that they have to fit within for their household so that they qualify for affordable housing and they shouldn't be able to buy it on the open market. Sure. Um, and so those individuals then provide all of their documentation and they go through what we call a family search committee um, and they drill it down. Uh, it is drilled down pretty much by their need because we have a lot of people that are living in very substandard housing and really don't have a way out of that. Mm. And so we try to pull them out of the pool. And, um, and then those individuals, once they're awarded that they're going to be a Habitat family, they start on their journey of education and their sweat equity hours. So that's 250 hours, and we have broken into three pieces. So 50 hours of it is very fun, and you get to hang out in the ReStore, mm -hmm. and you get to learn all about the ReStore. And that, that's a very uh, community-minded moment where mm -hmm. you get to meet people, and people get to find out your Habitat family, and that's really very cool and rewarding. Um, we do 100 hours of education, and uh, that is all. Right now, we have everything uh, where we are streaming it, and so we do it in our, in our facility. With, uh, we have a big flat-screen TV in our meeting room, so they come in and they do all these different um, classes and learning uh, and then are quizzed on that. And so it's everything mm. from uh, an intense one month of financials. Uh, and then it moves on into how home ownership works, how your mortgage will work, how, how maintenance works. I mean, so every, there's about 10 different modules that they take. Wow. And it, it's quite, I mean, it sets them up so that when they walk into their home, they understand what home ownership means. We need that for every first time yeah, home buyer. No, 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 that's that's a great point. Oh I mean, gosh. it's just from a um, you know, a personal finance from an educational um standpoint. You know, I I read in the paper today where 
the school district is talking about mandating a, a personal finance course. That's right. Which I think is a great idea mm-hmm. if they can fit it into the curriculum because it's the same same concept, really. Right. And, uh, but, no, it, it, folks are under the misconception that they uh, a lot of the homeowners pay nothing, which is not true. I mean, they, they all pay a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a good deal right. for it's these folks. Better, it is affordable. Um, well, there's no interest, typically. No interest. There's no interest, oh, but wow. they're okay. repaying over <clears> – <throat> usually 20 years but sometimes more uh sometimes i think the highest one that that you guys have probably ever done is maybe 25 Mm -hmm. okay yeah um and maybe even as low as 15 in some situations in the past but they're repaying um the the cost of 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 the home basically and uh so it's it's affordable yeah you know but um the restore itself and correct me if i'm wrong with uh, about this julie but the restore <clears throat> is designed to help also generate revenue which helps with the administrative cost mm-hmm. of running habitat so they accept at the restore donated items and then resell those and that just helps with the operation of uh, habitat w- helps with ultimately the end product of providing affordable homes and in, in kershaw county but they need that other um, financial uh, engine right. to help make it all work. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to really help it work. Well, and I want to do, mm. I want to go back to the restore for just a second. Um, it was super cool when you were downstairs in the old Burns hardware. But I have to say that as a shopper in the restore, the new space is just so nice. I always felt a little overwhelmed in the old location. And while there's still a ton of stuff um, at Feller's, I, it's a little bit more relaxing for me. Well, there's not um, something in every square inch of the right, place. Right, right. Know. There's still a lot to look at and a lot to see, but I always felt so overwhelmed when I went in the other store. So this new facility is really beautiful. I mean, if 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 you're like me and you get overwhelmed in those stores that have a million things um, all shoved together in a small space, um, sorry, love you, old Burns Hardware. Um, you know, go go to the new restore because it's really, really nice. Yeah, we're yeah. really, really proud of that. And the volunteers have really embraced that. And so they, we have several people that are kind of have ownership over a little section of the restore. We oh, have nice. a lady that does the garden corner. And so she's always with the power pots and the watering cans and things like that. And so she comes in every Friday and she keeps it all tidied up. And wow. and that works out well. And we have sectioned the restore out to where it really have rooms where – if you come in and you say, well, I'm just looking for an elliptical bike, you're like, okay, well, the gym is over here. Yeah. So we have a you gym. Have that section. We have a library. We have mm-hmm. kitchen only. We mm-hmm. have soft upholstered furniture. And we have uh, some things that are somewhat of a mixture because not mm-hmm. everything can have a hole. We have home improvement in the back. And it's mm-hmm. a giant room full of all types of things that you might need when you're fixing something. Everything yeah. from a doorknob to a new toilet to ceiling fan, all kinds of things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really spacious and gives you the ability to do that that yeah. kind of categorization I love it yeah, yeah it, it's very we're at uh, about 10,000 square feet for oh retail gosh. yeah uh, oh, which big. oh it's big yeah. it really is yeah well as far as the home construction goes it is the um I mean the goal of course is to build as many as you possibly can as many as you can afford to build 
Um, but are we, is the schedule about one a year now or how it, it just depends on the amount of money you have available, I guess. Well, right now we are just coming out of what I would consider the pandemic problem mm -hmm. where, um, and we, we had to go through uh, a new hire for construction. Oh, uh, so that was a huge challenge yeah. because hiring was a, a disaster mm -hmm. for the last few years. And you rely on volunteers a lot too and groups, big groups of volunteers, churches and things. I bet that was tough too during the pandemic. Yeah, that was really hard. People did not want to be inside at all. Mm -hmm. And so um, we could have built shells, but we wouldn't have been able to finish them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we pretty much, and be quite honest, um, Habitat International just said, you need to just sit on it a while. We'll 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 figure it out. We're you know we're not um, you're not under requirement at the moment. We're you know just wait this out. We're going to figure this out. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we we did that. So but we are on track now. We have a, a new family uh, identified, and they're going to be building in Bethune. Oh, okay. oh I and so we're going did to Bethune, read that. and that's going to be real exciting. And we hope <coughs> that we'll be breaking ground probably by late June. Okay. So we're we're close, mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be a veteran build. Um, so he is a Vietnam era vet. Okay. Uh, he and his wife, and they're super nice people. They're mm -hmm. going to be great to work with. They've been through all their classes now, and they survived. <laughs> so uh, they made it through the hundred hours of education. Uh -huh. So, um, but yeah, so that's going to be good. Our, our we just did our strategic plan, and we're trying to ramp up at the end of the five years that we'll do three houses a year. Ooh. So we're, we're becoming, we feel like with our new footprint and with a new presence in the community mm -hmm. that we should be able to rise to the occasion and, and wow. try to serve the community. And there is certainly a need out there. Yes. So Affordable uh, housing is is such a huge, huge issue in our community, and I'm not sure people realize it. Um, it's a topic of conversation at Live Well Kershaw meetings, and we actually have a subgroup working on that um, because I, I was surprised at how much people, um, some people pay for oh, yeah. rent or mortgage and, um, you know, percentage of their um, take-home pay for, for a month. And I was like, how do they buy food? I mean, they're paying most of their income on housing yeah. and you can't live like that. Um, so, so what you're doing is really amazing and, and moving to three a year, I think is incredible. Um, but like Steven said, just a minute ago, you really can't do it without some of your volunteers, right? Oh, very much. So we have a great volunteer core and we, uh, in fact, this year, especially we've really been gaining traction. I've been doing a lot of out in the community, you know, garnering some um, some creative ideas, and so uh, we have several companies that are right now that are doing like work days with us, and it's instead of say doing a, a, a you know like a training team building thing, they'll come mm -hmm. out and they'll do a work day with us instead, and so. What's nice about that is is that they can do a small donation to us compared to say what they would pay to go to a ropes course or something, right. which people like to do. Yeah. Um, and then, but they would have their training day, and we actually have a small conference room. So if they wanted to have a meeting or something, they could still incorporate that into it. And so we're doing things like that with some major companies. What well, a great idea! Yeah. Oh, I've, I need to I've share that heard of through the chamber. Yes. Some yeah. of your members are. Or doing that already? Already, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and you know, you also rely a lot on 
donations of a, a variety of kinds. So um, you, we talked about um, you know financial or object donations at the Habitat Restore, but also donations as far as supplies and even even pieces of land, mm-hmm. you know, property. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've over the years you've gotten a lot of your um, your properties that you built on through donations. Isn't that correct? That is very correct. And we are very lucky because here we have a reasonable portfolio of land that's available to us that we are able to offer individuals when they're identified. Uh, We really try to keep individuals in the area that they want to be. Many times they might have children in a unique school system and that's Mm -hmm. where they would like to stay. We try to do that as best as we can. Uh, We just recently partnered with the city and received five lots, and uh, they actually allowed to let me pick them out. So I went to go shopping, so that was good. (laughs) Drive around with the city Uh and and put my mark on the ones I wanted. So I was able to cluster them around two properties we already have uh, uh, back behind the Robert Mills Coors House. Mm -hmm. So we'll end up with seven properties and two blocks, and that Mm. way we can do a neighborhood revitalization. Nice. Great. so we're real excited about that. Very nice. I think that's I think that's fabulous, yeah. and I am super excited about the house in Bethune. Will this be the first ha- Habitat house in Bethune? No, there's no. one more. There's, okay. one, other. there's okay. one other that was built in 2008. Okay. So okay. it's been a long time since we've been out there. Okay. Very nice. I, I enjoy my visits to Bethune. Yeah, good group. Hey, yeah. It should be a great volunteer base out there. Yeah. You know, some folks who otherwise is challenging for them to volunteer and get involved and, and work on a house and say, you know, Camden or Lugoff or Elgin, but for it to be a home there in the community, those churches, those uh, service organizations, you know, Bethune Lions Club or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, those folks can, can focus their volunteer hours on on that house and yeah. that project. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, very much so. I met with the mayor uh, of Bethune, and oh, yeah. Susan She's great. is very mm-hmm. excited about us coming to the community. Good, good. Wonderful. Well, we did get the signal, Julie, that we need to start wrapping up, so, so I want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you think our listeners should know or um, anything that we missed that you want to share before we wrap up? Well, very quickly, I would like to bring, um, during the pandemic, when we weren't able to really build houses because of the challenges, we tried to figure out how to stay relevant in the area. Mm -hmm. And so we realized that no one was building handicap ramps for people uh, ever, other than if you just were able to buy it yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there are many, many low-income individuals that have challenges with accessing in and out of their home. Um, access, I love, is a fun buzzword, mm-hmm. but if you can't get in and out of your own home, access doesn't mean much. Yeah. So, you know, groceries, medical, any of those things don't happen. Right. Uh, and so we started doing applications for low-income individuals and building ramps in the county, and we build a ramp a month. And, and you're I, still doing that now. We're still doing that now. <gasps> I just scheduled three ramps to be built because okay. we're doing a big push for the end of the year. Wow. Uh-huh. And so it's very rewarding, and we have three different companies that are coming in to build those ramps as a training day. Nice. So, I love it. Yeah. Neat. So it'll be Super very good. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think one in, in June is going to end up being a women's build. Oh, oh, fun. 
So Yay, yeah, but the ramps that. are very rewarding. These mm-hmm. folks are they have no means to do that. Some of these yeah. people are living on seven or eight hundred dollars a month. Right. Um and they certainly they, they deserve a little hand. Absolutely. So uh, we build ramps and, and we do a lot with the volunteers, like you said, all kinds of great volunteers and, and we don't mind if you've never picked up a hammer before because <laughs> we have some great people that'll show you what to do with it. It's okay. You don't have to feel like you have to have a skill set to come out and be on a habitat. Oh yeah, I can vouch awesome. for that. Well, I mean, I, I picked up a hammer before, I, that, oh, but beyond that, I don't have a whole lot of other carpentry skills right. that anyone would otherwise right. find useful. Right. There is a supervisor, right? So Stephen doesn't. You'd be a great supervisor, Amy. I no, I don't know enough. No, no. I, I need just, to be taught. No, I just mean like barking out orders oh, and thanks. organizing things. <laughs> Anyway, well, tell people um, as we wrap up, Julie, how to get in touch with you, how they learn more about Habitat. What should they do if they're interested in volunteering? Okay. Well, we have a great Facebook site, so you can always find us under Habitat for Humanity of Kershaw County. Mm -hmm. We have a great website, which is www.kershawhabitat.org. You can call us at the main store, and our main number is 803-432-4333. Ooh, that's easy to remember. Easy to remember. I remember Uh, that number. And and we're there uh, pretty much Monday through Saturday. So, you know, the store is open Tuesday through Saturday, Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5, Saturday, 10 to 2. And then uh, the office is actually open on Mondays, so you can come, but you have to kind of give us a heads up because we have it closed for the people to work downstairs. But we're there actually 8 to 4 on Mondays also. Very nice. Well, listeners, check it out. Check out the ReStore if you students need some volunteer hours. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely get with Habitat Mm -hmm. and, and... um, such a great organization in our community, Julie. Thank you so much for all you and and your staff and volunteers do for our community. It's awesome. Uh, we're everybody on the group is just very mission, you know, focused, and we just really feel like we we serve the community in a really really you know kind way. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us today. All right. Thank, thank you, you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, Shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.